I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we are talking about dropping the ball. And what we mean by that, the balls of life. <laughs> okay, literally, like, imagine, you know, all of your responsibilities and obligations are a, a ball that you're having to juggle, and you're trying to keep them all up in the air because that's how you keep the ball going, right? Um, so it's taking a serious, so what we're talking about today is taking a look at all of the balls that you are juggling with um, and figuring out which ones you you have to keep in the air and which ones you can let drop on occasion. Yeah, we um, we read about this from a number of different sources. So I don't know if there's a originating thinker about this, but they divide it into your glass balls and your plastic balls. Mm -hmm. And so imagine you're you know you've got all the stuff up in the air, uh, you know picking up your kid from school. That's a that's a glass ball because not cool if you don't pick your kid up from school, right? So if you drop that ball, it's going to shatter. It's going to in, um, injure your relationship with your child. It might injure your relationship with your child's teachers and the administration. It's not a ball that would be easy to drop. Versus a plastic ball might be something like you promise to take your kid for ice cream and there's a new work deadline and you have to do that work deadline. So in my world, family is most important. That's my number one glass ball. However, on occasion, if it's something like ice cream versus picking you up from school yeah. when you were young, I could reschedule ice cream and I could let that, I don't let it fall really, but but I drop that one from my sense of um, responsibility and like it's got to be done. So one of the things we recommend is identifying which are your glass balls and which are your plastic balls. You know, which ones would really harm your relationship and um, harm your life if you drop them and if it's shattered. For There are times when your work ball is the most important thing and you've got to make that work with your kid. Uh, on the other hand, I don't care what your work deadline is, if you've got a baby who's crying because it's hungry or it needs a diaper change, that's got to be your glass ball in that moment uh, because you know your child needs that kind of attention. So the thing we, as we were talking about this, is like being able to choose. Mm -hmm. Everything can't be a priority. No, and, th and that's why it's like, you have to look at what are your priorities per day, because that's the other thing. It's not going to stay the same every single day, because there are extenuating circumstances that can happen occur any minute that may change what needs to be prioritized. So it's just knowing which are the ones that you should really keep in the air and which ones should something happen that you, you can, you know, miss yeah. on occasion. Yeah. And the other piece of that is really looking at how many balls are you trying to keep in the air and why? You know, are you overextending yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you Have you volunteered for everything in creation at your place of worship? Have you volunteered for everything at your grandkids' school? Have you volunteered for everything in your service organization? And does it all make you happy? I mean, is it all really worth doing still? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and sometimes it is, and you've got to be able to figure out what the priorities are in any given moment and, and, and in a season. So people who are tax preparers, there's a certain part of the year they don't plan on vacation and they don't plan on um, doing a lot of volunteer commitments. They know if, if they're doing taxes, they're doing taxes. 
and that's all that they've got uh, in, in their viewfinder. They just can't, like, they can't juggle anything else. That's got to get done. They've got clients. They have responsibilities. So as you look at your life, look at what are the things that you could let go of if you needed to. What are the things that don't make you as happy anymore? What ball do you want to lay down? And just say, you know what, you can go, somebody else can pick you up. I was volunteering at something recently, and I realized how many of us were of an older generation and how much we need to make sure that we've got the younger generation enrolled in doing this stuff. You know, so I was in a post for like three hours in the direct sunlight, and, and afterwards we were doing an evaluation of things. And I said, you know, it's not good for anybody to be out in the direct sun for that long, but as we're getting older, that is not a very safe thing to be doing, and we really need to look at that. And so I had tried to put that ball down and not volunteer, but it was my friend doing this event, and I just felt like I, I really didn't want to let her down and uh, contribute to her feeling like she had too many balls that weren't going to uh, make it work. And so I, I did that thing, but I, I, I'm not going to do it again if it's going to require me being out like that with no breaks in direct sun like that in the summertime. And so um, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like looking at uh, where I'm overextending myself mm -hmm. and where I'm putting my health at risk for somebody else's needs and um, where I'm putting somebody else's happiness yeah. uh, above my needs and above my own happiness. And sometimes I think that's, that's the right thing to do. I, I know certainly in raising you, there were times when I put what I wanted on hold to make sure I could get what I knew I wanted her to have that she also wanted. I didn't want it more than she wanted it. It was like, we've talked before about when you were going to college. I didn't want to want her to go to a, a really great college and to go to college right out of high school if it wasn't what she wanted because it's very hard to carry that burden for somebody else too. Yeah. And so like really looking at yourself, if you had to choose, if you have too many balls in the air and you're just feeling frazzled and worn out, if you had to choose, what could you let go? I think that's one of the most important things to, to think about is what can you let go of? Because, you know, we're told we're supposed to, you know, we're told we need to do all of these things. We got to focus on all of these things. All of these things should be a priority and it's, they can all be a priority, but there needs to be a list, right? There has to be, they, they can move, they can change. And it's also knowing that sometimes when people tell you this needs to be a priority, you can actually counter that and say, no, that doesn't need to be a priority for me. Um, because everyone's going to prioritize things differently and you don't have to follow the expectation of something needing to be prior prioritized um, based on someone else's own opinion. Versus if it's like a work scenario and like you're working on a project or something, like there's going to be like a standard set of priorities you're going to want to follow. But um, for day-to-day -day life stuff, like if someone's telling you like, oh, you need to prioritize, you know, um, what, get, getting like exercise in the morning. You're like, I don't like exercise in the morning. I like <laughs> exactly. exercise at night. I do better exercising at night. You can exercise at night. You don't have to follow that priority. So it's just determining what works best for you and how you are able to prioritize things because what works for someone is not necessarily going to work for you. So you gotta figure out what works best and what makes you feel good for how you're prioritizing things. Like for me, my morning is very different than my mom's. I don't do journaling, but I do write and I have to write on my book, but I like to get up early and then I do a little thing and I make my tea. I always have to make my tea. And then I do my writing for a while. 
And then once I feel like that's complete, then I'll do something else. But that's not what my mom's morning routine is like at all. But we both are able to come to work together and be like, yeah, let's do it. But our morning routines are entirely different. Yeah, so, so, so we, we prioritize our work, but mm -hmm. not at the expense of what each of us wants individually. Yeah. And so we, um, it, it's been an effort to figure out how that all works and my time that's I'm better thinking and other times for a period of time during the pandemic, I was not good it, unless it was in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, I, by afternoon, I was exhausted and my brain was fried. And so we, we worked differently then. And then as things got better and we felt better, then we could say, okay, you, you really want to make sure you're writing your novel. And I, when I can, I'd like to exercise in the morning, but I don't like to exercise first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And so like, how does we make all that stuff balance out so that it feels right for both of us? And that was a really good exercise for me to just really allow ourselves to have the issues that we ha were having before and say, all right, mom can't work except in the afternoon during this period, no, except in the morning during this period of time. But now that we're more centered and more, mm -hmm. um, uh, less in the storm of, of what life was bringing us for a little while, mm -hmm. uh, then we were able to say, okay, I, I really need to make sure I'm writing my novel. Yeah. And I, I am super committed to it, but I'm also committed to this business we're developing together. Mm -hmm. And so how do we make that work? How do we prioritize together so all yeah. of our needs get met, the business needs get met, and her needs get met? There are certain things she doesn't really like doing uh, as we're um, growing in this business. And so there are things, you know, I've said, okay, fine, I'll do that part. I'll report back. You do this part. You report back. And, and it's worked yeah. really beautifully. But we've allowed ourselves to not force the other to do certain things. Yeah, and that's, you know, communication yeah. is key here. Um, you know, because and, and discussing priorities is important in uh, relationships with friends, romantic partners, children, that kind of thing. Um, so being able to talk about, you know, what the other person is prioritizing for what they want and what they need to do. And for you to also prioritize, like, tell them about how you're doing and then coming together and figuring out what works best for the two of you together is is going to make things easier because if they know that certain some days that let's say you'll have to prioritize a work thing that you can let them know and they, uh, they can understand that instead of feeling like you're constantly prioritizing work so there's also the thing of communicating about what balls are up in the air is really important too yeah yeah and the other thing I would say is if you are feeling like you have to let something go or put a ball down, um, forgive yourself. And mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to be perfect. You are not the person who has to be all things to all people. I don't care how many people have told you that you do, but you do not. It's some BS. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing is if you disappoint someone, ask for forgiveness. Say, mm -hmm. I, you know, I really would like to do this for you. I can't. And we've said this before, Noah's complete sentence. And, um, but, you know, if it's one of my friends, uh, you know, I'll say, you know, it's not good for me to be out in the heat all the time. You know, she might have then said, okay, I've got another job for you. You could be in the tent over here. You know, fine. You know, I, I know she needed help. There was a big event and there were a lot of volunteer positions. And uh, I was fine with that. And so I, I am not going to make somebody else's priority mine unless it fits for me. Yeah. And so I don't feel like I keep too many things in the air anymore. I felt like when I was raising kids that I had a lot in the air all the time. I was the primary breadwinner. I was the primary caregiver. I was the primary everything. 
And um, I had a hard time keeping everything in the air. And I did prioritize family over work, but I had to do work enough to make sure I could support family. So it, it's, a, it's a, a mixed bag of things when you're looking at what you could put down. Because you can't always put down the things you prefer to put down. Yeah. So what I look at is at the end of my life, what are the choices that I make now that will make me feel happiest when I'm looking back at my life? So I have zero regrets about the amount of time I've spent as a parent and um, creating family. I have zero regret about uh, the, how I show up in my friends' lives. And I have zero regret about a number of things. And um, honestly, I don't have too many big regrets yet. And, and uh, you know, as I get closer to the end of my life, I may look at, oh, I wish I had done that, but I doubt it. Because what I've really been doing is, is look, watching those balls that I have in the air and saying, you know what, I, that ball, I just don't care anymore. That's just not my priority anymore. It was something I was really excited about and really interested in at one point, but eh, it's just not there for me anymore. I don't have that energy. It doesn't light me up when I think about it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things when you're looking at those balls, you're, you're juggling, which ones really light you up? Now, there are some that we have responsibilities for that don't necessarily light us up, but the end result of it will light us up. So yeah. you may not want to be changing that diaper at 2 in the morning um, of your grandkid or your, your kid or whoever. But you may want to have a child that feels safe and a child that feels confident and knows their needs are taken care of. And so you can suck it up and say, all right, I'm going to change that baby's diaper. Because ultimately what I want is this really, really happy well-adjusted child mm -hmm. who knows that when they need something, their needs are met. And so as you look at each of these aspects of your life and, and what you're juggling, what you've got up in the air, just experiment. Try on the jacket of laying that ball down. Try on the jacket of laying them all down. Mm -hmm. And then decide which ones do I want to pick up and which ones are a priority for me feeling like I've had a life well-lived. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Got anything else? I don't believe so. Think that's it for today? Yes. All right. Until the next time, we love you. Mm -hmm. Mwah.